0: Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Hello, my friends. The Heinz Honey and Almond Cream program. Starring George Burns and Gracie Allen, with Frank Parker, Ray Noble and his orchestra, and Truman Bradley speaking. And now George Burns and Heinz Honey, our presidential candidate who threw her hat in the ring and forgot to take it off, Gracie Allen.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you very, very much. <laughs> Hello. Hello. What are, you, what are you laughing at? Oh, at that salesgirl at Bullock's Wiltshire today. <laughs> so what, uh, what happened? Well, I told her I wanted two pairs of silk stockings, a brazier, and a girdle. <laughs> and
3: what's so funny? What's...
2: Well, you should have seen her face when she asked who they were for, and I said they're for the President of the United States. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> uh,
0: Must have been
3: a scream.
2: Oh. Say,
0: your campaign's sure been keeping you busy, hasn't it, Oh,
2: there? yes, Truman. I've been giving interviews, posing for pictures, appearing on radio programs. Well, last Sunday I was on, Jack Benny's program. I
3: heard you and you as well.
2: Oh, well, thanks, Don. You're welcome, Mary. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, Jack called for me in his Maxwell and it was so romantic. All during the ride to the studio, he drove with one hand. Well,
3: uh, where did he keep his other hand? Around your waist? Well,
2: no, on the fender. It kept falling off. <laughs>
3: I'd like to see that maxwell well
2: they certainly are swanky on the benny program as soon as we arrived at the studio rochester rushed up and took jack's hat and coat and
3: uh, did he did he take your hat and
2: coat oh don't be silly mine wouldn't fit him <laughs> no
3: not nearly as well as jack
4: no. hello. hello
2: frank hello oh my but my new postmaster general looks pretty tonight uh,
4: thanks prez mm. say gracie when you were up there sunday night did you meet dennis day
2: oh sure i met him
4: well Confidentially, Gracie, what is he like?
2: What is he like? Well, he's got the most beautiful... Well, uh, but, uh,
4: never mind. Don't tell me. Don't oh, say sir. say Uh, you're not jealous, are you, Pinky? Jealous? Say, hey, what has he got that I didn't have before he
3: got it? And if he has it, where did he get it?
1: Well, I happen
3: to know that he gets hundreds of fan letters every day. Well, he won't get them much longer. He won't, huh? No. You seem to forget that he has a wonderful voice. And you seem to forget that I'm going to be the Postmaster General. Yeah. yeah. I think I see what you mean. But, Frank, do you know what you can get for
2: fooling around with the mails? Well, my sister Hazel got a fur coat. Oh,
3: quiet, quiet.
2: Well, Dennis Day is cute. He said he has half a mind to vote for me.
3: Well, if you get enough people with half a mind, you're bound to be elected.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mary Livingston's gonna be Queen of England. Mary Livingston is gonna be Queen of England? That's what she said. She says, Gracie, when you're President of the United States, I'll be the Queen of England. <laughs>
3: but only she'll get there
5: first. Oh, yes? Yeah? Hello, Ray. Hello. I say, Gracie, I'd like to ask you this. Is San Francisco part of the United States?
2: Well, I-, I wouldn't know, Ray. You see, I was born there, but I left when I was 12 years old, and I never found out.
3: <laughs> of course San Francisco is part of the United States. Why?
5: Well, my band is playing there at the Palace Hotel, you know, and the people there are continually asking, how do you like it in this country, Mr. Noble? Hmm. LAUGHTER And what do you say? Well, of course, I try to flatter them, so I say I like their country nearly as well as my own good old USA. Oh, nice piece of flattery, Ray.
2: Oh, and last Thursday, I met Baby Snooks. I know. Baby Snooks and her daddy are going to vote for me, too. No, they're not. Why?
3: Vote for you, it's ridiculous.
2: Why? Stop
3: with that, why? Baby Snooks is only seven years old, and you've got to be 21.
2: Yeah, but she's got to vote three times. (laughs) I never
3: thought of
2: that. Say, hey, you know, it's a funny thing, Judge. From where I was standing, I could have sworn baby Snooks looked just like Fanny Bryce. Yeah.
0: You know, they're slightly
2: related. Oh, that's why. That's why, yeah. Oh. Say, Gracie,
0: I heard you last week on Rudy Vallee's program. Too. Oh,
2: yes, and is that Rudy really affectionate? Hey,
4: wasn't that Francis Langford on the program?
2: Yeah, did you hear it?
4: No, Francis hasn't got a radio in a car.
2: Oh. <laughs> Don't cancel your stamps. Yesterday, a
0: motorcycle cop stopped me for speeding, and I said, you can't stop me, officer. I've just been appointed a Supreme Court judge by our next president, Gracie Allen.
2: Oh, good for you, Truman. Sure,
0: right away, his whole attitude changed. He was very polite. Thanks. What do you mean by polite? He took his hat off while he was writing out the ticket.
2: <laughs> I,
0: uh, I
2: thought so. And last night, I met Citizen McGee and Molly. And Harlow Wilcox, the announcer, made a swell speech all about me.
3: Did he mention Johnson's floor wax?
2: Yeah, he saved that for the finish.
3: Oh, that's a bright finish.
2: (laughs) You know, Molly is going to get all the girls in Wistful Vista to vote for me. So what?
3: Three votes in Wistful Vista is a landslide.
2: Well, she said she's going to make her husband vote for me, too. Fibber? No, she's telling the truth. (laughs)
3: gracie don't you know when people are pulling your leg
2: no you know once i thought somebody was pulling my leg but it was only my girdle tugging at my heartstrings
3: (laughs) did you ever have your knee tapped with a hammer to test your reflexes
2: oh sure by a well-known psychiatrist well
3: how about the little jerk
2: he charged me five (laughs) dollars
3: Believe me, it was worth it. Well,
2: anyhow, Molly was very happy to get my recipe for spaghetti a la Rand McNally.
3: Spaghetti a la Rand McNally? Yes.
2: Instead of a recipe, I used a roadmap. I
3: see. Sort of a detour to indigestion.
2: Yes. Well, you see, the spaghetti covered with red sauce are the main highways. I do. And the plain white spaghetti are the unpaid highways. Sounds very interesting. Yes. And the meatballs mark the state capitals. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, with
3: a dish like that, I guess the speed limit would be 15 meals an hour <laughs> uh,
1: uh, uh, well, How's
4: that one, Frank? Cheap underwear Cheap underwear? It shrinks It does, uh <laughs>
1: Why do I always ask you? Oh, you I
5: said, George, there's something I don't quite understand about politics What don't you understand, Ray? Uh, this mudslinging Well, what about it? Well, the money that the candidates use to buy the mud with, is that called the slush fund? Yes,
3: Ray. It's
2: fund. See, Ray, how's my campaign doing up in San Francisco?
5: Well, I didn't like the attitude of some of the people at the polls when I went to vote for, them, for, for you yesterday. You tried to vote for Gracie yesterday? Oh, of course, yes. I went into the booth and pulled the curtain across the front and turned that jolly little handle, and before I knew it, somebody was pouring water all over me. <laughs> Ray, that was the shower, and you turned it on yourself. I don't care who did it. It was a dirty trick.
3: Hmm. <laughs> well, the next time you see a voting booth marked laundry chute, step into it. Oh, right right-o. Right-o, yeah.
2: You know, Bob Hope has got to vote for me, too.
3: All right, so we ain't neat.
2: <laughs> oh, George, you should have been with me last night when I was on his program. It's
3: bad enough to be with you on this program.
2: Yeah, isn't it? I mean, I don't like it. Yeah, don't we have fun? Oh, quiet,
3: quiet. What about the Bob Hope program? Did he make
2: a speech? Well... Did he? Yes. Well, I. I mean, started did you him? make a speech? Well, I started to, oh. but I stopped.
3: You stopped. Why?
2: Well, every time I opened my mouth, he brushed my teeth. <laughs>
1: He'll
3: do that every time. So Bob Hope was going to vote for you. Huh?
2: Well, he said he didn't want to see me in the White House. So what? So I met him downstairs in the drugstore. Well, that's nice. <laughs>
3: did you meet Brenda and Kabina?
2: Oh, uh, what station are they on? They're on the Bob, uh, They're on Bob Hope's
3: show. The two female Draculas, two girls without shapes or teeth, and they both have beards.
2: Were they on the Bob Hope Show? Sure. Oh, I thought I dreamt that. Gracie, <laughs> did anybody ever tell you that you were a little delirious? Yeah, Dr. IQ Monday night. Mm. And he tried to quiz me. He tried to quiz you? Yeah, he put his arms around my waist and he quizzed me a little bit and then I said I'd Never mind, never mind, never out. mind. Gracie, <laughs> I've heard enough. The
3: whole thing is absolutely... Oh, well,
2: it's probably my campaign manager. Yeah, probably. A Hein, Funny, and Allen Cream program. Hein, Funny, speaking. Yeah. Who? Oh, hello. How are you? Fine. Fine. What? Can I recommend a good trucking company to move your things? Well, let me think now. Mm. How soon do you have to get out? Oh, oh, that soon, huh? Well, I'm doing a program now, but I'll call you back later. Goodbye. Who was that? President Roosevelt. It was.
3: uh... And now Truman Bradley with a simple musical handbook.
0: Ever since school days, Anne had a sweetheart named Joe. And when Joe and Anne grew up, they were married. And should have lived happily ever after, but they didn't. For Anne started in doing dishes and cleaning house every day and forgot to take care of her hands. Mm Mm-hmm. She should have used Heinz honey and almond cream, you know. So one night, Joe looked at Anne and said, Your hands give me the shivers. They're chapped and red. Just like a man's, rough as sandpaper anne cried and cried then being a very sensible girl she stopped crying and bought herself a bottle of heinz honey and almond cream she used heinz that day and the next day and every single day thereafter well you know what happened heinz honey and almond cream helped anne win back her soft thrilling honeymoon hands in spite of all that housework and back came her thrilling man joe with more compliments than ever now the moral of this little story is Use Heinz Honey and Almond Cream yourself for softer, smoother hands. For Heinz is extra creamy, extra softening, contains two vitamins, A and D. And Heinz gives you thrilling honeymoon hands for good. Now, here is Frank Parker.
4: Thanks, Drew. From the musical show, Roberta, by that master of melody, Jerome Kern, I'm going to sing an enchanting song, Lovely to Look At. your charm and dignity. Not what you wear, but just an air of great repose. You are quite perfect from your head down to your toes. Both night and day, I am moved to say,
6: Lovely to look at, delightful to know, and heaven to miss. A combination like this
4: is quite my most impossible scheme come true. Imagine finding a dream like you.
6: You're lovely to look at, it's thrilling to hold. Oh,
4: we're together, the moon is new, and oh, it's lovely to look at you tonight. Lovely to look at, delightful to know, and heaven to kiss, a combination like this. This quite my most impossible scheme come true. Imagine
6: finding a dream like you. You're lovely to look at. It's thrilling to hold you terribly
4: tight. For we're together, the moon is new. And, oh, it's lovely to look at you tonight. You're beautiful, my darling, just the way you look tonight. Well,
3: Frank, Frank, that was the best I've heard that song done. It was beautiful.
4: Ah, thanks, boss. And just for that, I'll let you go through the post office as first class mail. Well, I'll sit right down and call myself a letter.
2: Oh, boys, boys, I just found out a way to give all the other candidates a terrific licking. A licking? Uh How? Well, I'll put their pictures in all the stamps. (laughs) (laughs) Sort ought to make them feel like two cents. Yeah. Hello, Gracie. Oh, Bubbles, you're late. I know, but your campaign mail has been pouring in by the bucketful. Oh, good. Dry it off and we'll read it.
3: Mm, Yes. Hang it on the line outside.
2: And listen to this telegram. Dear Gracie, your name came up at the polls today. Signed Admiral Byrd. Ah. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? He's discovering me too. Mm-hmm. The
3: polls will be about the only place where you'll knock them cold.
2: Oh, Judge, listen to this one. Add a girl, Gracie. Show them what's in you. Los Angeles X ray company. They uh,
3: they think you're going to be president, huh? Well,
2: they know it. They've got a little inside dope. You're telling me. <laughs> and, Baisley, before you do another thing, you better decide where you're going to hold your convention. Oh, yeah. Oh, the
3: surprise party convention, huh? Yeah. Well, I think you ought to hold it on the water, and if nobody calls for it in 30 days, you can keep it.
2: Well, that ain't the way I hear it, Johnny. Oh,
3: quiet, quiet. <laughs>
2: Convention, convention convention oh bubbles take a letter to boston boston oh yeah they've got swell baked beans there well i don't like baked beans i like a good stew and my brother likes you too Oh, well, thanks thanks <laughs> all right i'm ready all good boston mass dear sir i guess
3: mississippi would be dear madam
2: dear, dear sir in answer to the letter that you're going to write me um oh tear it up bubbles i'm too busy yeah she's busy
3: busy you mean dizzy Gracie, how
5: about holding your convention in topeka what do you think george
3: well i think the whole thing is silly it's like a fellow who owned a
5: restaurant and had a lot of rye bread that he couldn't sell. Oh, and, and... pardon me, George, but if Grace is elected, what are you going to do? I'll take it easy. This fellow owned <laughs> a restaurant. Well, of course, if she's not elected, don't you take it too hard. <laughs> yes, I'll kill myself. Oh, just kill
2: myself. <laughs> and, Ray, I'm going to invite you to the White House for the Easter egg hunt.
5: Oh, you'll never regret it. I know how to color those eggs for you.
2: Do you how?
5: Uh, just put me on the dyes committee. Oh, go,
2: go, Ray. <laughs> in San Francisco. What do you think, George?
3: I think it's silly. It's like the fellow owned a restaurant and had a lot of rye bread that he couldn't sell. Oh, serve. good
4: old San Francisco. He had a lot of rye... Good old, uh, San, good Francisco, old San Francisco, Francisco yes. yes. I used to know a model there. She had blonde hair, blue eyes, a gorgeous figure, and boy, could she wear clothes.
2: Beautiful, huh?
4: Beautiful. Well, I went with her for six months before I found out she was a wax dummy.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah, she, she probably
4: <laughs> melted in your arm.
2: <laughs> Say, Bubbles, I think I will hold my convention in San Francisco. All right,
3: hold it in San Francisco.
2: Well, what's the matter with Omaha?
3: There's nothing the matter with Omaha.
2: And why shouldn't I hold it in Omaha?
3: Nobody said that you shouldn't hold it in Omaha.
2: Well then, what's all the argument about? There's no argument. Oh well, when I make up my mind where to hold my convention, I make up my mind. Bubbles, take a letter. All right, ready, Gracie. Kalamazoo, Michigan. Oh, nuts. <laughs> Dear Cal, uh, oh, Terry. Yeah, up. So if he's too busy.
3: yes. Uh, bubbles, if I were you, I'd write with the eraser.
0: Gracie, how about holding the convention in Cleveland?
3: I think the whole thing is silly. It's like that man who owned a restaurant
5: and he had a lot of rye bread that he couldn't You know, sell I agree
0: with George. Then... That's where we ought to hold it.
1: Where?
5: In that restaurant.
1: What restaurant?
5: Who's that man who has
3: old?
2: Hey, will line. you leave Ray. me alone?
5: Say, Gracie, how about Atlantic City?
2: Oh, Atlantic City would be wonderful. Sure. That's where the elks hold their convention. Yeah,
3: but you're not running for the elks.
2: No, but the last time I was there, two elks ran for me. Mm.
3: Well, Gracie, you remember that old saying, a rolling elk gathers no moose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, kinda of like that Truman, huh?
0: <laughs> no.
3: No. Uh, what are you laughing at? <laughs>
0: George, imagine Gracie elected and me, a Supreme Court judge, sitting on the bench selling high and sunny almond cream. Yeah, I can see you now with that long black robe. Yeah,
2: yeah. and me alongside him holding his soft white hands. Yeah.
0: <laughs> George, it'll sound something like this. In the case of the people versus rough red hands, I find that the defendant's old man winter and old lady housework did willfully and intentionally inflict upon the plaintiff's bodily harm in the form of dried, chapped hands.
5: He's oh, another lawton.
0: The evidence shows that your hands can thrill some of the people some of the time, some of the people all of the time, but for hands that thrill all the people all of the time, use Heinz Honey and Almond Cream. Case dismissed.
2: Oh, that's wonderful.
3: Ah, well, I get it, Truman. The Supreme Court is the dollar bottle.
0: Uh Comical and (laughs) economical. Thank you, thank you,
2: Say, Bobbo, that settles it. I'll hold my convention in Omaha. Take a letter. All right. Omaha, Nebraska. Dear Neb.
0: Dear Um, Neb. um, Well, Miss Allen, you know our party emblem, the mama kangaroo with the baby kangaroo in the pouch? Yeah, what about it? Well, the baby is lost.
2: Well, how did that happen?
0: Mama's got a hole in her pocket.
5: Get out. Get out. (laughs) I say, George, what is a kangaroo? Kangaroo is an animal that lives on mountaintops. Really? What a strange diet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great.
2: Do you know, do you know that you and Gracie are nuts? That's what Jerry Colonna keeps telling them down at the office. Oh, now what do they say? They say we know. They we know. know, and so do we. Yes. Gracie, your letter. Oh yes, Omaha, Nebraska, dear Neb. You know George, I love Omaha. I'd even live in Omaha except for one thing. What's that? Too far from the White House. Yes,
3: yes. It'd be too long of a walk
4: to the office every day. Yeah,
2: letter. Omaha, Nebraska, dear Neb. I will see hey, you. Hey Gracie,
4: at your convention, are you taking a straw vote? Yes. Well, then I'd better not take my felt hat. Oh, <laughs>
3: stop, stop. I can explain how silly this whole thing If you Just listen to me for one minute. It's like a fellow who had a restaurant, and he had a lot of rye bread that he couldn't sell. Now, please, Judge, uh,
2: Bubbles is writing. Bubbles, read back the letter. Omaha, Nebraska, dear name. It's just like that fellow who had a restaurant, and he had a lot of rye Wait a minute, sell. wait a minute.
3: That's the letter? Yes. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. It's ridiculous. It's stupid.
2: Well, and why are we trying to tell
3: it? Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> Oh, beautiful. Isn't that composition
5: from your Indian Suite? Yes, darling.
2: <laughs> oh, go away. Oh, come on in, Charlie. Boys, this is Charlie Henderson. Well, hello, Charlie. How Charlie are you? Henderson, George Burns.
5: How do you do, Mr. Henderson?
1: <laughs> You're
5: Mr. Henderson. Oh, excuse me. I'm a little nearsighted. you mind if I sit down? No. <clears throat>
1: Chair is over there.
5: Oh, oh pardon me. I washed my eyes this morning, and I can't do a thing with them.
1: Gracie. <laughs>
5: Gracie, where did you find this
3: guy? I
2: got him in a raffle. Oh,
3: in a raffle? Yeah,
2: I lost. He lost. You were
5: framed. What does he do?
2: Well, he's a songwriter. He wrote my campaign song.
5: Campaign song? Mm-hmm. And he wrote it? Yes. If you don't believe me, I'll play the piano for you. I'd like to hear it. You're supposed to open the piano first, you
1: know. <laughs> oh, gee...
5: I washed my ears this morning and can't hear a thing oh, when... No,
2: well, he's a great songwriter. You know how a songwriter needs a partner? One fellow writes the music and one writes the words? Yes. Oh, he has two partners. Two partners? Yes. One writes the lyrics and the other writes the melody. What does he do? He turns the pages.
5: Smart as a whip. Tracy, shall I play the campaign song on the bass fiddle?
2: Oh, sure, Charlie.
5: Boy, this is a beautiful bass fiddle. Well, here I go. That's Bubbles, and get away from
3: her.
2: Mind your
1: own business, Mr. Burns. Look, Charlie,
3: Charlie, will you go and sit down in the audience until we're through? Okay. Uh, Mr. Burns, where are the steps? Right over there, right here. (laughs) (laughs) Mind, I found them. Mm. <laughs> Probably washed his feet and couldn't do a thing with them.
2: Oh, Judge, you'll be crazy about my campaign song. You see, every president had a campaign song. Even George Washington had a campaign song. What was it? The Song of the Cherry Tree. Song of the Cherry Tree? Yeah, well, chop, chop, chop. Well, all right, stop, stop, stop.
5: <laughs> How about uh, sailing along on Moonlight Bay? For a campaign song no to look for a place to hold grace's convention
1: <laughs>
5: yes ray we'll go right now oh then i better run home and pack my robot.: yes, right? yes do that do
2: yes. that you know George, it's not easy to write a campaign song charlie was six months doing this song why well they wouldn't let him out any sooner <laughs> that's a smart kid yeah charlie wrote this song by ear by ear well how else can you hold a pencil when you're in a straitjacket
3: well he could hold it in his mouth
2: well where would he put his fountain i in? don't know you brought him in here Well, he's a fine composer. He writes for strings and for brass. One time he even got money.
3: (laughs) Yes, that that was when he wasn't looking.
4: Say, uh, speaking of campaign songs, the Postmaster General ought to have a little number. George, do you know Margie? Yes. Has she got a phone?
2: (laughs) Uh, What
4: about Edna? Temporarily disconnected. Get it, (laughs) get it, get it, get
2: it. Judge, I must tell you about Charlie. I'd rather
3: hear your campaign song. Well,
2: in a minute. You see, Charlie learned to play a saxophone by mail. By mail? Yeah, he didn't have a saxophone. So what'd he do? Well, he used to blow his lessons into an envelope and send it to a friend who had a saxophone.
1: (laughs) Well, I've heard
3: enough about him, Gracie. Well,
2: very few people know this, but Charlie played the flight of the bumblebee on the piccolo.
3: How did it leak out? Through the hole. Oh, it did? Well, I'm (laughs) glad to
2: hear that. My new campaign song. Sing it, Gracie. Vote for Gracie, vote for Gracie. She's the best little skipper in the land. Vote for Gracie, vote for Gracie. Won't you please give this little girl a hand? That's me. Even big politicians don't know what to do. Gracie doesn't know either, but neither do you. So vote for Gracie. To win the presidential race, a 100 million strong. That's right, you can't go wrong. Vote for Gracie. Keep boating all day long Keep boating all day long Keep
6: boating all day long Fill up the ballot Keep
2: boating all day long hey. Gracie, Gracie, rah, rah, rah My friend, are you so Gracie? Well, thanks, would you like to hear Frank Parker sing my song? Ho,
4: oh, oh, ho, oh, ho, Gracie out
2: oh, Figaro, Figaro
4: Say, Gracie, there's something you ought to know. I'm for Gracie,
6: to lead the boys of Mary Casey. A hundred million strong. that's
2: right, you can't go wrong. Vote, vote for, for Gracie. Gracie, keep voting all day long. And now who'd like to hear George sing a chorus?
5: Thank you.
3: I'll vote for Gracie, so I can be by myself. Please vote for Gracie, so I'll be happy on the shelf. If she's elected... I'll be neglected. So I can stay home and play solitaire <laughs> and keep that silly dame out of my head. What's the
1: crazy, what's the crazy, what's the, crazy? She's the best little kipper in the
6: land. What's the crazy, 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 crazy? Won't you please give this little girl a hand?
2: If you can't write your name, you can vote with the next. Vote for Gracie. Sell G-R-A-C-I-E. Accept
6: no substitute. She's pretty and she's cute. Vote for Gracie.
2: R-A-T-T-T-T-T. Vote for Gracie. Yeah, yeah. Vote for Gracie. Yeah, yeah. The country's and Gracie, so can you. Yeah.
0: Certainly having winter with a vengeance Daily reports of freezing temperatures Sleet storms raging from coast to coast Now sleet and bitter cold wind Can chap your hands severely If you must go outdoors in this weather Be sure to lotion your hands first With Heinz honey and almond cream Take a tip from thousands of outdoor workers Who use Heinz regularly Telephone linemen, cross country truck drivers Farmers, men whose jobs keep them out In the worst weather They've found from experience That Heinz is extra creamy, extra softening And works fast to help keep hands smooth and comfortable. Well, naturally, if Heinz helps extreme chapping like that, then you know it will help guard your family against chapping in all kinds of weather. And say, you know that dry, winter, itchy feeling you get all over, especially when you wear heavy woolen clothing? Well, just try Heinz as a body rub after your bath. It feels wonderfully soothing to chapped tender skin. You can get Heinz Honey and Almond Cream at the nearest toilet goods counter in 10, 25, and 50-cent sizes, and the big dollar bottle, which is economical for family use. Remember Heinz spelled H-I-N-D-S.
2: Thanks, Trollen. All well, gracious. Say goodnight. Well, good night. Oh, I've got to run home and knit a sweater for the little stranger who's coming to the White House.
3: Uh, what little stranger?
2: The Vice President. Well, good night, all.
1: Now you can take your choice,
0: Heinz hand cream or Heinz lotion. Or best of all, treat yourself to both. Heinz hand cream comes in smart red and white jars, like the famous lotion. Heinz Hand Cream is a quick softener for rough hands. It's inexpensive too, in two sizes, only ten cents and thirty-nine cents a jar. Oh, for crazy. Oh,
6: for crazy. See the best little skipper. Join
0: us again next Wednesday at this same time over these same stations. Good night. Drummond Bradley speaking. Like this is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Do. So Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com.